the topic I have to speak about is how to instill something in Talmidim which will last. So, put it in that way. Huh? How do you do that? So I want to first contemplate together what we spoke beforehand at uh, with uh, with Abhaim. <coughs> when we think about um, about uh, what happened uh, with Abhaim, uh, Kanevsky was passed away. So a lot of people say he was a Meuridige Masmit. That's right. But people don't understand what means Hasmode. What does it mean Hasmode? You are Masmit. What is that force in the person which is called I am a Masmit? What, what does that mean? That means I learn a lot of hours or I involved a, a long time in something? No. A masmit means something which is very essential to our chinuch. A masmit has to do something with inertia. Inertia is because it moved beforehand, that's why it will move further. That's what inertia means. That's right? Because it moved till now, that's why it will move further on. Huh? A masmid is not someone which does everything he has to do and he does it to a big extent. No. A masmid is someone which has, I am involved in learning and the involvement in learning is not that I learn a daf and Bo Hashem, I finished the daf because that was my assignment or that was my, my goal that I should finish the daf and I finish the daf or whatever it is, I have to daven well or whatever I want to do. It's not, that's not, and then... I'm finished it off and I feel accomplished. This is Hefech Hasmode. That's the Hefech. Yeah? Because Hasmode means not that I accomplish anything. Hasmode means because what I did, that gives me a taste that I want more of that. And then you can choose whatever you do. Whether you do immediately, you go further on and learn 17 hours. Gesundheit. Or you are learning an hour, but you are learning an hour and that hour pushes you that tomorrow you come again. It's not because you committed, you see? It's for It's not because you committed to do it. Because you, by yourself, by your own activity, you are pushed to go further. That is what your activity does to you. You have such an involvement in what you do, in learning, in in davening, in being a Jewish person, you are so involved in that, that that itself pushes you to go further on. That's what Hasmoda means. So when we want to, when we want to take out something from Rab Chaim, this is not that you have to learn 17 hours, because I want to reveal you to you that you will not do that, okay? That won't happen. At come, it won't happen. So don't think that, ah, now we have to learn 17 hours a day. That's full-blown nonsense for you, because you will not do that. You will not. No, you will not. But we can take out Hasmode. Hasmode means that I have such a connection to something which is Jewish, but this connection itself pushes me forward. That's inertia. Because what I did till now, that itself causes me that I'll do it further. Yeah? 
So this is the question, this is the educational question we have in front of us. How we are creating mass media. So it's in, independent whether it's mass meeting in learning or be mass meeting to be a Jewish girl or being Tsonua when you want. I don't know really what, what that means. But what, whatever you want, that means you have a thing which you have to make a connection of the person to the Jewish value in that way that this connection is so meaningful for a person that he wants to go further on with that. Huh? This is an educational challenge. Yes? So there you see, that, that is the educational challenge. I think this is a thing which is very much in danger today. Because today, people are doing the right things, but the, the doing the right things, I don't see that this itself pushes them further. I don't see that. I see that they are making plans, they are making curriculum, they are making, uh, setting goals, all different kinds of things. Why do you, do you, did any one of you ever think that Reb Chaim grew in that, to that extent because he was setting goals? No, simply he was doing the thing further, what he did till now, you know? It was simply, it's an inertia. It was simply inertia. He didn't do anything else. He simply, that's what he did, the whole thing. The whole day was simply going further what he did till now. Okay? He didn't have any goals. Huh? That's not the point. Perhaps in the end, when he said every year to share it, and the collateral cooler, which was over, over, the, over this, the, the point is, he, he did that in a way that he was pushed further what he did till now. Yeah? That's an inertia. That's called a mass meet. You go further. By us, we are only, we are holding by a very low point in that. Part of it is that, that's another point, part of it is that we are uh, a thing can go further on from where it is because what he did till now when that took the person that was he was identified with that it's like you have a heart it was a central activity to you it was something central you can't develop inertia with something which is not central we are lacking centrality we are lacking centrality. Yeah? Our, our ability that something should be central to our life that is nearly inexistent. You call centrality in Torah, you call that heart. You think heart means feeling. No, heart doesn't mean feeling. No. In the Torah, heart means thinking. That's right. You think with your heart. So the point is, the Torah says, a thought is only worthwhile when it is central to your life. That's why the Torah says, you think with your heart. I was reading once a book about uh, neurology, and the, 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 it was a very well-known author. In the, in the preface, he said that the, the primitive people thought that you think with the heart. We now know you think with the, with the brain. I was very insulted because I also think you think with the heart. That's what I think too. And the Torah thinks like this. It's not primitive. It's only for sure when you think the heart is this pump over here, so that's very primitive. But then he is primitive because he thinks heart means that. No, heart doesn't mean that. That is a central part of my body. 
but I as a human being, I'm, I am much bigger than only my body. So the heart, my heart is the center of the whole thing. For my ruchnius, and for my body, and for my midas, and for my desires, the central part of that whole thing, which is called Odom, that's called the heart. We are lacking centrality. We have to build up something central to the world, to the, to the Odom. Because inertia, that means something is taking you in that sense, that you want to go further on with that, is only when it enters your heart. That means it's central to our life. We are not used to that. That is one of the very deep problems we have in the modern society, especially also with a digital age, you know, that centrality is gone. It's only about accumulation of information. But nothing is central to your life. You are gone. It depends where you're holding with this. Oitzrachochum is the same thing, you know. I have a good friend, which is, uh, that you probably don't know what Oitzrachochum is. Oitzrachochum, that's a program you take in Yerushalayim. You can't take that. And there you can access every single book, uh, safer, which is, was ever printed. You can ac- have access to it. Something like this, yeah? So, someone, I have a good friend, which is a Talmud Chochum, a real Talmud Chochum. And once he told me, last year, you know what? Be'etzem, Today you can't be mechadish. You can't. You can't say anything new. You can't say anything new ever because everything we would say, Mr. is already written in some book which is an oitzrachochme. Because that happens to us. That's right. Most of the svarim which are written today, you don't have to say hamechaber Ruven leuchter. You have to, re- to write Hamechamer Ruben Leuchter. You know what Mechamer is? Mechamer is someone which puts on load on a, on a, on a donkey and this load on the donkey, that is the called Mechamer, you know? So today when you write a Sefer, Rabbi Yoshif said like this, Rabbi Yoshif said like that, and, and Rabbi Yoshif said like this, and the Prima Godin said like that, and Rabbi Yoshif said like this, and this, what do you say? No! Chashosholem! I am only here to bring together everything. Mechamer, no heart, nothing. Gurnisht. Here we are. Talmide Chachomim, huh? Meuredik. No skolaterekule. No heart. No central point. Knowledge. Accumulation of knowledge. Accumulation for the younger light. Accumulation of knowledge of Londis. You don't have Seichel. You know Seichel, you know? Yeah? It's an unbelievable situation we are in. No hearts going on at all. Nowhere, you know? You do the right actions. You are from like never. There is no heart. There is no central point. And then you want to create a flame. The way so I can't quote that nice thing you wrote, you know, what should be here the topic. But it means something which you should make a continuity of the involvement in Toya, something like that. That's right. But you can be continuous in that only when there is an inertia. 
and the inertia is able only to happen when there is heart, a central point. When there is no central point, no inertia. You will never do a thing further because you did it till now, when it didn't take you your heart. It, is, it doesn't work like this. We have to understand that our major work in Torah, in education Torah is, we have to restore the heart. We have to restore that something should be central to our life with Torah. Central by me, my own central point in the sugya, when you, when you are a young man. Or my own central point in another involvement. My own thing, I have my own identification with that. So that can be very small. And this is a very important point in education. Because when you educate, you have to give the person some point where he himself can identify with Torah. Independent how much that is. It's not a question of reproducing inf- information that I come and the information you threw at me, I'm able to give it back. No, that's not the point. The point is, I have to have something which is my own personal involvement, my own personal thing in Torah. There could be heart evolves. Yeah? I have my own personal taste in something. We are, in a certain way, teaching too much knowledge. It's too much. Too much knowledge. And the knowledge is covering up the heart. No, it's less knowledge once in a while is better. Because the person then can say, something takes me, I leave a free space. When I don't leave a free space, I'm never able to have something personal going on because there's no free space left. You have that in all different kinds of circumstances I could think together about those circumstances we have different circumstances but uh, the main point of, of a personal identification is that I feel that I have a free space I have something where I can personally connect it's not everything taken everything taken you know today in Chinuch you think it's not like this in your home Chinuch the same thing you know, you are, you try to be machanach, it is a very big thing for your children, you try to be machanach, your children, to the uppermost level of uh, Yiddishkeit you know, you know. That's what you try. That means, it depends where you're holding, but um, a lot of times, I don't know whether over here in Dallas that's the case, but I say it over here because it's the same problem. But uh, when I'm in Yerushalayim, then once in a while you say, the child has only one option. He can be worse than the father. He can't be better. When you are called Soloveitchik, the Yeridus Aderus is built in. You know, you can't be better than the father. You have, the only option is to be worse. Because everything is taken. He er meistert in Badatz. Er hat Zitzis in Dreusen. Er hat Peyes, lange Peyes. Everything is covered, you know. It's Machmir, Rabbeinu Tam. And it's, no, the, 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 the Achtel, or the, the Sechstel, ich weiß nicht, was er oft so hat, bei die Briskel. Er ist Machmir das. Er ist Machmir das. He does everything, everything. And now, and the uppermost, uh, mutschlichtige educator that my child can or be like me or worse. My children were not like this. I have no prayers. 
there's a space for them to be better than me. My tzitzis are in. Believe me, I have tzitzis. Yeah? There are people which have a doubt about that, but I have tzitzis. So, so, I have tzitzis, but they are in. My children take them out. Yeah? My children have a free space to be better than me in Torah. They don't have a free space to look films or a free space to make other idiotic things. No. They have a free space in Torah that they feel that is their Indian. That was a big work to do. I had to do that work, that the children have a free space in order to create heart, that they should be personally connected to that. Yeah? You are personally connected to something. Very important thing. Yeah? And we have to create that when we want. Over here in Dallas, you have to use that opportunity. I was sitting with the Mashgiach in, in Oppenheimer. I don't know whether that is still existent in the Catskills. At that time, it had, had, had more, most probably a star and a half. Perhaps they closed it down already. The Gedenks, no? So, Oppenheimer, you were once there? Okay, there was a, there was a Kenneth from Talmud from Berlanger in Oppenheimer in, in the Catskill Mountains. And uh, it was a Shabbos, and we were all sitting together. The Mashkiach was, didn't hear well. So, I was the translator. That means people asked questions, and I had to. I had to tell him what was asked. So, I was sitting next to the Mashgiach, and they were asking questions, and asked questions about Chinuch, and then, the Mashgiach looked at me, after, after several questions, and said, the people over here want to imitate Nebrak. And he was very enraged, because they don't use the opportunity which is there in a place which is not Nebrak. No. You have an opportunity. You have to understand, being in Dallas is presenting you with an opportunity of Chiruch. It's not presenting you with a disadvantage of Chiruch. That's what you think, you know. We are here in Dallas, oh, Halavai, when we would be able to make an... You have an Eruf over here? When you would be able to make like Eruf, like, like in, I, I am in, in uh, uh, Kiryat Yarim, in Telstow. There, there is a real fence around. Yeah? Yeah, that would be great over here, you know. That would be the best. A fence against all these uh, people, you know. The fence around, and then only amongst the most from people, that would be the ideal thing. Then we could do like the Cheder, like it's in Breibrak, you know. And we would have a Beisjankiv, the way it is like in, I don't know, Wolf or whatever it is, you know. So you would have the best place. In the, no, you have an opportunity over here. You have an opportunity to create heart. But the heart has to be in a way that it cre- creates inertia. It's not only a connection which is a, which is a ad hoc connection. No. It's a connection which makes the person in a way involved that he wants to go further on with that. You are involved that you have to say, I want to have more from that stuff. But you leave that space open that he can want more. You don't suffocate him from the beginning, you know, and then he only wants less. That's what I mean. You only can be worse, you know. It's so much the demand and the pressure is so much, then he only can, he wants only, yeah, okay, that was not. No, no. You have to try to make that the boy or the girl 
should be personally involved and identified with a thing and want to go further on. Normally, that's made when you are um, validating something personal from the child. You validate that in Yiddishkeit. It's an important thing. And you say it's great that you have this idea, it's great that you think like this. It's not only me teaching, it's your opinion is also important. And this is an opportunity you have over here with smaller classes, you know, in, uh, in Yerushalayim you have to handle 40 in one classroom, that's impossible, it's uh, simply impossible. Then the only thing is you deliver information. You can't interact with people, 40 in one classroom, doesn't work. But when you have smaller, smaller, ch- smaller kids, you can make that what the child says, it's important. And there is a big thing going on. I want to explain that to you. In order to create heart. I want to explain that to you from my own life. Mashkia made, made that to me, and that was a personal interaction. And you, now you have to modify that. Don't do that to, to the Talmudim. Don't do that to, to the, he did it to me. But uh, what shall I do? So it was a positive thing which he wanted from me. And I am very embarrassed to say that. Only I want to tell you how that thing works. Yeah? Good. So the Mashgiach, every time I went to him at home, I, I was at um, five o'clock, I, I knocked at the door, or I make the gling-glang, you know, however it is. And then I came in, and when the Mashkiach saw me, he greeted me with a thing which was like ridiculous. The Mashkiach told me, Holy Reb Ruven. You know, I felt that he laughs at me. But next time I came along, the same thing. And next time I came along, the same thing. The same thing. The same thing. And he knew that I am... Okay... He knew what I am, and that was not the case that he was suspecting anything from me. But you know what? That belief of my Rebbe in me, which was ridiculous, that did something to me. Yeah? That did something. That did something. When you have a personal input from a girl or from a boy, a personal input, what he says, you have to work hard that you are taking a one positive aspect from that what he says and says, great that you say that. And that could create a heart by the boy. That could create something positive, a positive connection to Teire, which from there you could go further on. Yeah? And we are so occupied with delivering our truth to our students that we override what comes in from the student because we have the better information. I have the much better information. And whenever a student even says something which resembles the information I have, a pshat in a, in a, in a, in a, in a chumish, then the most, pro, the most compliment I could do, it says, Gewaldig, you have, say exactly the same thing as the Orachim HaKodesh said. And you killed the, the Talmud. You think it's a compliment? No, you killed him. Because you didn't validate his thought. You validate it only in as much as he says the same thing as some very important rabbi. No! What you say is important because you said it. 
Not because the Orachim said that. Because you said it. And that creates heart. That creates by the, by the Talmud something which he wants to have more of that same issue. He is important by the Rebbe. He is important by the teacher. He's, he says, that is something I want to continue with. Yeah? And our delivering of information the whole time. And that is a very big thing in the, in the Torah, in the Torah community when you want. That delivering, that you deliver information and you want to give over truth. You want to give over a message. You want to give over the Torah. You want to give over education. That one way which goes from the teacher to the Talmud, that makes it nearly impossible to create a heart by the Talmud. Because there is no free space, there is no personal input. Only to say how that works in learning, so educating of girls, I, I have six girls and four boys, so I should be very knowledgeable how to educate girls, but my wife will be much better at that. But um, you could educate girls. You could. Yes, you can. Yes, you can, I can. Yeah, no, you can, you can, you can educate to, a, to a, you can educate people to an extent which you couldn't imagine. I will tell you, you wouldn't believe, you know, you wouldn't believe. You can, you can educate, you can, you can have an identification and a, a mahalach in Yiddishkeit, which is way beyond all what's happening in the Tzibo. It happened to me only for to, to say that okay, I try to educate my my daughters too. This is this. This heart, this is this, this penis which is there, which doesn't need the input from outside. My oldest daughter, my oldest daughter was, um, was, uh, was uh, in seminary, you know, and she married Chov uh, Gimel Odo, something like this, Chov Gimel Odo. So she married Chov Gimel Odo, and she was in seminary. She wasn't a girl which is like this on the side or like that, no, not. she was playing the piano and she was. She was um, she she was um, going on stage with a with a concert. You know, she played with a with a with an orchestra and she played the piano part. That means she wasn't a girl, but she was afraid to present herself in front of others. That wasn't the case, okay? But there was the, the class was fifty fifty in putting on makeup. So my daughter is a very. They thought she is a temania, you know, something like this. She's a very. She has a strong color, so she didn't need that. She didn't put on anything like this. Not, nothing. Now, but she was very aware that for, 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 um, for the chasen, you have to put up makeup. What shall I do? That's what you have to do. Okay. So, my daughter, um, my, my, young, my, my younger daughter, much younger, uh, she was then eight years old, before Purim, she went to buy colors in the store to paint the, the thing for pulling, you know? Good. My daughter, which is highly intelligent, you know? She has a... She's highly intelligent. You know, her, her IQ can measure up with most of the people in, under the sun, you know? So, she's highly intelligent. She went out of the room and told this little, little girl, when you go to buy the color for Purim, buy for me too. I need for my chassanet to put up makeup. She wasn't chassidish. She wasn't brought up 
for any Hasidus, she simply, she, she didn't need that input. She had enough within herself that she simply wasn't interested in how to do that. That was in the end of the 20th century, you know, not 1910, no, that was 1990-something, you know. You can educate, you can, but you have to create a heart, an identification, a thing which you feel connected to. It's your thing, you don't need to look outside, you can be connected to where you are connected, and that's it, you can do that. Yeah? That is a very big thing. Yeah? It is, it, it, that's a thing for, the, for education, the girls' education. That's for boys' education, the same thing. That you have to make the person that you validate what he is telling you. And not only validating it in as much as he, um, as he says the toichen which you, which you expect. It's interesting what you say. And then the boy gets connected to Torah, connected to that Teuchen of Torah. And then you can create a heart. Then you can create that there is something going on in this Yiddishkeit, in the Kiyum Torah Mitzvah, which I have a personal connection to. It makes me being involved. And then that goes further on. Then you can begin this continuation that it should go further and it shouldn't cease then you can do that and that's a big work you have to do that and over here in Dallas you can use this opportunity that you have this possibility that you you are not only about delivering information it's not only about that it's about bringing out the person bringing out what he is uh, connected to. So that's the same thing the Mashgiach did to me when he says, Holy Rabbi Ruben. No, it is that, but that, that was nothing. I had no, no, the, the, the. but it did something. So when you are taking something which the boy says, that is a minor thing you could validate, and that could would be, you make that into a big issue and say, Givaldic, that you say that, it's unbelievable, that creates a connection from the person to Torah, which you could not do in another way. That is a very important thing, that you should be connected like this. Okay? So that is something, I think, over here in Dallas, we can do that. We can be um, educator the way an educator has to work, has to be. I, when, when you remember yourself, things which... All the people, more important people, were excited about what you did, or gave a positive comment of what you did. You remember that that made some difference to you. That made a big difference. Yeah? That made a very big difference for you. So that is always the truth, and we have to use that. that you have to know that when you are an educator, you are a very important person in the eyes of the child, and you have to go, and you have to use that position that you can make him being in a personal way connected. It's like a, an opposite chinuch. So that's what the Gemara says. That's what I want to tell you. Even in learning, you know, when you when you when you educate in learning. So the the, the says, you educate in learning. 
Dibre Chachomim Kedar Boinois. So he says, Kadur Bonois. That's right, Toysus. Kadur Bonois. It's like girls which play ball. So when you play ball, you make like this. That's what you want to do. So that's the way you learn Torah. That's right. How is it today? But! And then the Talmud has to take the Kadur. And he has to be medayik in the words of the Holy Magitshir. And then he may write them down. And then he can bring his inscriptions to the Magitshir back. And he asks him, or is that exactly what the Magitshir meant? And then he says, no, this word is not correct. You have to change it to that. Ah, thank you very much. That's a very inspiring playing with a ball, you know. Unbelievable. The ball has exactly one movement finished. No, that's not the way you teach Torah. You teach Torah, and the Talmud screams back at you. You give to and fro, to and fro, the whole time, like this. You know, we don't do that. I'm occupied with delivering information. Excuse me. I know what the Pshat in the Torah is. I have to teach that to you. It's Kadur Banot. We play ball. And I am eager to get the, the ball back from you. Because that's important for me. Otherwise I can't go further on with the game, you know. It's a tasteless, no? Did you ever think that whether it's an it's a intelligent way to play ball the way it goes today? It's a very unintelligent way to play ball, no? It's a one-way thing. That's it. No, it's a two-way thing. Even in Torah. I, Torah, is not Torah's MS, And the truth is by the rabbi. How do you do that? Because otherwise, you don't do anything. Otherwise, you're not educated. When nothing comes back from the other side, you don't educate. Yeah? Today, that's gone, you see? Today, that's gone. We are occupied. We are like OCD with our truth. Truth, huh? There are people today which say, I will not leave a subject till I know it till the end. Did you ever see one person in the world the Goan included, you know, which understood the Gemara till the end. There was ever someone like this? Never. Never, ever. But you, with your truthfulness, why? You are able only to go further on when you know the whole truth. Why, 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 why? Please, calm down, you know. Calm down, you know. Her is much bigger than everything you would, would, would dream, you know. Leave that piedestal that you are so much above and the other one is so much below. Play, play ball, you know. Play ball. You're on the same level. Play ball. You are older, for sure. You're an authority, for sure. You're play ball. And it's very important that something should come back from the Talmud to you. When nothing comes back, heart won't be created. But it only, the only possibility that something should come back is only through that, that there is a certain free space going on. You understand that? There is a free space going on. But everything is rigid. And has to be like this. And has to be like that. It has to be that. That's the shot. It has to be like this. Then nothing comes back. What should come back? There is nothing coming back. So that is what we have to create. We have to create inertia. We have to create heart. And we have to be very eager to do that. Today's society 
heart is nearly gone. Because the personal input for a person is, in, is, is, is unimportant. This is one of the big tragedies of the digi- digital age, which your, your personality is how much information you can gather and reproduce. That's what it is. Yeah? That's, what, that's what you do the whole time. That's, that your, your own involvement is gone. Not interesting what you think. And that was the same person which... When he said, of everything you think is, 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 is in the Eitzah it's a disaster. Yeah? It's a new way of telling, my Ahanelon Rabbonon. That's right. <laughs> what, what, what can already be? You can't be Machadish anything. That's Apikiris. That's right. My Ahanelon Rabbonon. You can't be Machadish anything. That's the Gemara in Sanhedrin. No, I can't be Machadish. And believe me, that's this I can say out of experience, such a chrome head like I, no one has till now. So now when I say a pshat somewhere, that is not in Oitzrach Hochme. Because I say, Kum ken murichtrach. They are so crooked, and only I can be, you know. So then, uh, so, no, I have chidushim which no one ever thought. Ever. Believe me, ever. Ever thought. Yeah? No one ever thought. You, know, you can't do something. You have your own heart. And then that makes you that you want to go further on. And you want to go further on. And you want to go further on. That's you can do. It's a very essential part. Yeah? You can do that in a Pesach in Chumish with the Talmidim or the Talmidis Pesach in Chumish. I, I, I give this, this dogma from the Yericho that was <laughs> the wall that I was asked in Jacksonville, Florida. There was a, there was a, uh, a teacher which taught Yoshua and that Yoshua that walls of Yericho go down, you know. They go down into the earth. So the question, one of the girls asked, why did the walls going down? Why didn't Hashem make them stronger and they break the wall? Nice question. The teacher said, let's look in art school. I looked in art school. And then the teacher said, because that, that's the way that the, the Goyim were more afraid of the cloudy soil. So the girl walked away with nothing. So I was really astonished. I would take that question from the girl and say, Gewaldig, unbelievable. That's a very good question. Let's think together Let's think free. I didn't think about that question. Yeah, but let's think together, what's the difference between the wall standing and breaking through and the wall going down? What's the difference? So I would ask, what's the difference? So the difference is, when you break through the wall, that means you are stronger than what holds you off. A wall holds you off. You want to walk, you can't, because the wall holds you off. When you, when you are breaking the wall, you are stronger. But when the wall goes down, then that means nothing is an obstacle in front of you. You are not stronger. Simply there is nothing an obstacle. That's an entirely different message. And Hashem would make them break through the wall. He would tell them, you are stronger than all these people which are sitting here. But when the wall goes down, that means there is nothing in front of you. Yeah? Very important message. But this girl was deceiver. Now, the girl asked the question, and arts will grave some schwache terrors, you know. Yeah, but no personal thinking going on, no personal idea going on, no personal input going on, not from the teacher, and not from the Talmud, and not from anything. It doesn't create anything. You see? But then you would handle the question like this, Gewaltige question, let's think together, don't be afraid. You know, you are afraid. Let's think together. What will be, perhaps, I will say in apicosis. What will be, I don't find the terrace. Won't find the terrace, will be tomorrow. What will be, I, I, perhaps I say something wrong. 
say something wrong, what will be, you are, you are so afraid because you are OCD with your truth. Truth. No, you have to think. And you have to validate the position of the, of the, of the, of the Talmud, or the Talmudah. You have to validate. And you deal with that. And that will create a connection from the Talmud, which is much bigger. And then, you can have something which is going on. That makes it interesting, and the Talmud will want to go further on with that. That's what I thought for this, for what was, I, I, I don't remember the, the title exactly. It was some fancy title. Stealing a flame. Ah, stealing a flame. Okay, good. So, but the Kavod was in with this, that's right? That you should have something which goes further on. It's exactly. What? It's exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay. So, so that's what I want to tell you. What? Yes, eight thirty. I, I first I wanted to ask, perhaps officially, the rabbi, how I have to speak after this to the congregation. So, Be'etzim, I want to speak about current events. That's Rav But now it gets wor- it got worse. You know, just today it got much worse. The matzav analysis hall, the matzav in the world, Be'etzim. So. Is it the right thing to speak with the congregation about the matzav in the world? Can I speak like this, or do I have to speak like this? <laughs> the matzav is terrible. So how do you speak like this about the matzav so terrible? I can't imagine. But, uh, but I, I may speak. I, I don't know. You will. You know, I, I don't want that. Everyone should go go around. Go around. That's okay. Okay. Let's say the wrong. So let's do. Okay. Now you can ask. <laughs> what? I was just asking if we can open it up. Yeah, for sure. You can ask whatever you want. Then I drink it. From this side, you're here. Is there like with like kids, like like our students, like questioning or thinking their own opinions? Is there a balance of doing it in a respectful way? Or like, you say, what's your opinion on what Avram did? Like, I feel like. No, 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 no. I would never do that. I would never say to open up the discussion from from the from. From nothing, from scratch. Say, what do you think about Avraham? No. But I would say like this. For Avraham Avinu, when you teach Chumish Rashi, and then Avraham Avinu's son is the third day of the Mila, and he sits in, 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 his, in his tent, and Hashem makes it, I don't know how, much, how many degrees are in Iraq, in, you know, only Fahrenheit, you know. How much, I know 50 centigrades, that's about, what is it, 130, something like this? I don't know how hundred and some you could boil an egg there, you know. I don't know. I know. I don't know how, how much. It, it was terrible hot. No normal person. No, not no normal person. No one which cares about his own life is walking around. And then Avromovino says, "I want to have guests." And then Hashem made these three malochim in the way they look like people. That's right. That was that Rashi. Was, that was Rashi says. You know the Rashi. Yeah. So I, this is what I ask. I ask my granddaughters that Avramovino was the biggest nudic in the world, you know, the biggest. Because why do you want guests when it's fifty centigrade outside? There's no one needs your needs your hachnosos olchim. Be quiet. I need olchim. No one needs you now. Do you want with me to stand in New York 
Times Square is not a good place to be, but let's say I'm there, and there's an old lady on one side, and I say to the lady, I want to make chesed with you. And she says, but I don't have to go to the other side of Times Square. <laughs> but I really want to make chesed. Come, I'll take you over. Good way? No. Nudnik. Abramovina was a nudnik. No. What do you answer now? When a Talmidah asks you, that's a good question, huh? And why don't you ask the question? Because you don't know what the terrorist is. You are afraid. You are afraid to ask this because... What can I do? Oh, it's a modern thing, you know? It's a very awkward thing. So the terrorist is, by me, the terrorist is, Avraham Avinu taught us that chesed is much deeper than to provide the needs. Chesed is a chesed to create a new human being. To create something which wasn't there. No one asked for that. The real chesed is to create something anew. Something which wasn't demanded. When you are teaching Torah or Yerashomayim to your, to your Talmidim, it's exactly what you do. The Talmud doesn't say, please Rabbi, could you teach me Yerashomayim? It doesn't come like this. He says, could you please get off my neck? That's what the Talmud says, that's right. He doesn't want your input. So what you do, you make a real chesed with the Talmud, that you give him something which he didn't demand. That we learn from Avomovino. That the real chesed is something which is not demanded for her, before her, before them, beforehand. It's not demanded beforehand. That's Avomovino. No one demands that. Hashem made the world out of nothing. Someone asked for that? No. But chesed, oilom chesed ibone, that's right. Someone asked for that? No. Same chesed by Avomovino. That's the answer. You see? That is the answer. You see, you see it, yeah? yeah like, am I, like, I don't know, I'm always really comfortable with, like, analyzing it and being critical of the Torah or Torah figures. figures. So, so, when you, I, okay, I said Avramovin was a nudnik. That's what, only to open up the discussion. I wasn't critical about him. I tried to understand. The, in, the point in critical, between critical and trying to understand, that's the point. People which are critical, they don't try to understand. They try to, f- to fix the Torah with their own out of Torah understanding. Then you are critical. I don't approach Torah like this. I approach Torah that I want to understand what the Torah teaches me. Yeah? That's what I do. Clear? That's what I do. Yeah? Good. Where is the, spe- the next speech? Over here? Here. We'll, we'll, open, we'll open the doors and see if we have room, and if not, we'll move. That's all. No, it's good. Okay, till now. Thank you very much. 40, 46 minutes. You want a question? No, no, no. We should take a job on the break. Yeah. yeah, for sure.